0: Up together played chess as a pup, Tim Despine. also is a chess coach from me. I mean, he's also elementary slash middle school today. We're gonna give a rundown, we're gonna talk about the final remarks of the Detroit versus Chicago match. We're gonna break down the Metro Scholastic Chess League, the Motor City Open. We do was do got caught cheating in the under 1800 section, what happened <laughs> at the Michigan action, uh chess tournament with Rohan and Mario Lopez winning. We're also going to discuss why the Michigan uh, Women's Championship was a flop due to you know, the hotel closing on them last minute. We're going to give our picks for the Masters Class Championship. Tim, go ahead and hit me off. What you think about the Detroit-Chicago
1: stuff? Okay, so I've been trying to follow the Detroit-Chicago stuff as closely as possible and, um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of hot takes involved with that bro like I I really do think that it's good for chess overall first let me start off by saying that you know that rivalry that tension that's there but I do think there's some stuff you know that has not been a part of the the overall conversation that I I just think need to be addressed bro well you got the flow go ahead and address it then okay so for starters all right I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out here as a disclaimer like yeah I'm from Detroit you know, and I'm gonna try to keep this as unbiased as possible. All right, so when the Chicago players came to Detroit, okay, um, build, building up to the match, it was highly anticipated. You know everything like that. Um, you know there seemed to be like a couple of uh, let's just call it a little bit of a little bit of issues, man. Maybe even controversial issues. So for starters, I believe that there was an agreement in place as far as the lineups are concerned and from my understanding on the outside looking in there were I don't know like a lot of changes to the lineups on the Chicago side and maybe even some, um, uh, even some that took place after I guess the agreed upon deadline like correct me if I'm wrong on that well I
0: helped organized on the Detroit side And what we tried to do was try to get players that were from the state. So on the Detroit team, you had everybody that was technically from Detroit. Mm -hmm. Now we did have a dispute that they told me Aaron Kahn couldn't play for Detroit or Michigan because he relocated to Baltimore, but he was born and raised in Michigan. And that's all I'm going to say on that.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I know like, too, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here too. Like, As we're discussing this, I know it would be easy for some to probably say, oh, you know, they're just trying to dig and and reach for stuff because they lost. Like, not trying to discredit their victory. At the end of the day, like you mentioned before, like a lot of people mentioned, like people sat down and the match was played and they came out on the victory side of that. But for, you know, transparency purposes and for the honor code purposes, you know, I think uh, you know we gotta let the, the people in on, on, on some of the some of the happenings. So, I do see that one. Um, you know, maybe I was also thinking that maybe uh, Tim Maroney, if he was in town, would he been would he have been uh, allowed to play?
0: No, they probably would have said Tim Maroney got a. See what they were going on was, what state your membership was registered in. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? So, when you look uh-huh. up Aaron Khan's UFCF profile, it UCS. says Merlin. Right. Yeah, UCS it says Maryland. Merlin. It doesn't say
1: Michigan. Okay, yeah. Okay, I get it. I mean, because at the end of the day, there's no real way to know. But, you know, and it's kind of maybe some some great area on that, too. Because what if somebody haven't had an active membership in years? or You know what I'm saying? Never had a UCF at all to begin with. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I just wanted to throw that on, on the public record that, you know, these kind of like lineup changes, some big, some small, some you know what I'm saying. From what it, from what I recall, was like real close to the actual match happening. That that was a little bit, a little bit sus to me. But you know, okay, I'll leave that one alone. So two, okay, I you know was, uh, you know, uh, able to be in the building right, For so, sure. the day of the match. I'm like, okay ticket say be here at this time this location like boom got my little uh little hello my name is so-and-so stick around like I'm ready to see a match you feel me I'm ready to see hands and feet you know what I'm saying being thrown and you know I'm in there and you know I see all, all, all type of Detroit chess players you know everybody you know what I'm saying we slapping fives everything like that I'm like okay I'm I'm expecting everything to get more serious and the match to actually take place. And then next thing I know, yo, where's the Chicago players at? Where they at? Where they at? And it seems like, you know, okay, maybe they was running into a little bit of traffic or something like that. Um, you know, but coming from Chicago, you know, for those who don't know, Chicago to Detroit, man, that's really like depending on where you at in Chicago. Um, and the traffic, you know, construction, whatever like that. Usually, man, that's a four to five hour drive. You know, pretty consistently, you could plan for that. You know, and for a match, you know, this big, arguably you would have even maybe said, you know what, just to not even chance it, we'll get there tonight night before. You know, but who knows. But man, I swear to you, I was in the building, and it seemed like these cats was taking forever, dog. And could you can you just remind me though man just um because I don't I don't remember quite well how 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 much longer after the playing time did they actually show up though
0: they got here about I don't even remember but I know they got here probably around four or five uh the match ended probably about two o'clock in the morning because they kicked us out the chess club that's all I'm gonna say on that
1: and when was, but when was the match scheduled to happen? I thought it was like, like 10 o'clock or something like that. No, like 1 or 2, I think. 1 or 2. Okay. 1 or 2. Okay, so 1 or 2, and they got here about 4 or 5. Okay, so again, not trying to cry over, you know, spill milk or, you know what I'm saying, be like a sore loser or nothing, but from my point of view, the any semi-serious chess player knows that you know, there's a a, a a heavy psychological element to the game and uh, a element to the game on being prepared and being ready, and you know what I'm saying? Like, there being this kind of like, even playing field, man. And I feel like, you know what I mean? With, with that sort of uh, delay in the match start times, like, again, not trying to make no excuses, man, you know what I'm saying? But I would find it hard for anybody who's, like I said, semi-serious about the game to be able to argue with me that that didn't play. You know what I'm saying? Psychologically for maybe not all, but at least some of the players, bro. Like everybody ramped up, amped up, you know what I'm saying? Did everything they had to do to prepare at this particular time. And now there's this uncertainty and we sitting around and we waiting some people picking up games in between, trying to keep themselves occupied, you know, all type of stuff. Eating, getting lethargic, and then boom, got to kick it back up, you know, for the moment they arrived, which, for the longest time, we wasn't even sure if they were or if they weren't, man. So, I was just trying to uh, say, like, maybe that should go ahead, in the spirit of transparency, be on the record, too, bro.
0: What I'm gonna say about that, I'm not even gonna make no excuse about that, because if you look at the Chicago lineup from the Detroit lineup, and I still think we played good because majority of their team was National Masters. Mm-hmm. National Masters, National Masters. And when they, had to, when they had to drop off, when they was National Masters, they was experts. You know, the majority of our team, we had Atulia Shetty. You know, he 2,500 USCF. Then we yeah. had Mark Hyman. He was 2,400. Then you had Bill Carden. He was 2,300. Mm-hmm. and then after that, you had uh, Manus, but majority of our team was pretty much experts, and we pretty much held our own. You know what I'm saying? With, you know, like, imagine going to a chess tournament and playing the National Master 2200 every mm-hmm. every round, and you're not getting nothing sweet or like, so I still think we, you know what I'm saying, held our own against that. I'm not going, you know. yeah. Boo who and cry about it but yeah it just absolutely.
1: Getting... absolutely and if i haven't said it enough times like you know what i'm saying definitely give them boys they props and they credit man they came here and they won all i just trying to say is like you know there's a lot of conversation and like i said the issue of, you know spirit of transparency man um just wanted to get those out there you know what I'm saying for for public consumption man like those that were there know those that were around, that were involved, they do know. Like it was a little bit of, you know, uh, like I said, just kind of, this kind of hold up in this anxiety, man. That may have, may have played into it for some. But again, get on boys. They props, man. And I just personally can't wait to see, you know, what I'm saying this, this matchup continue, man. I mean, we can't, we can't make this decision on city versus city just off of what, you know, what I'm saying one, two, or even three. You know what I'm saying? Little uh, matches that we put together. This got to be an ongoing thing. It might even take a, a whole the whole best of seven. Team to get uh, to best that. of seven. What's
0: that it's like a best of seven series? So yeah, something like things.
1: that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's chess. At the end of the day, the world championship for chess between Madness and, and Fabiano. You know what I'm saying? It took a lot, a lot of games. You know what I'm saying? And they still had to do. You know what I'm saying? Some uh, some tie breaks at the end. You know, so I don't think it should be able to be something so easily decided, man. I think we, y'all got to do uh, you know, maybe a couple more matches and a couple more different uh ways, you know, that the matches are actually carried out, but I'm sure we'll we'll talk and learn a lot more about that uh, you know, during the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well let's let's move on from that situation because yeah, that's a Hold on itself. We also going Talk about the Metro Scholastic Chess League, where me and you are both coaches. Yep, yep. You know, you coach Base Academy, I coach Christ Elementary School, and also I'm on the board mm-hmm. for the uh, the league and also a tournament director. So, mm-hmm. what
1: you think of the league so far? Man, I tell you, um, this is my first year uh, coaching Scholastic Chess, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, we used to play Scholastic Chess um, for different schools together though uh, back in the day. And man, I will tell you, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. It's it's different. It's definitely different. Um, but there are some exciting elements to it, man. So how you wanna do this? You wanna you wanna break it down division by division real quick? I mean, we
0: can. I'm just gonna give the, you know, the
1: people a quick run view.
0: You know, we have the elementary division and pretty much in the elementary division you have like four teams every year Bates, Chrysler, Cornerstone, Uprep, elementary Yep. middle school Uprep just been dominating that uh, division probably for like the last four or five years
1: yep. Yep.
0: the high school where it gets tricky because usually it's Cass Tech uh, who done won the city championship like 18 years in a row, King beat them one time uh, Renaissance used to be a powerhouse But they, you know, they're coming back to, you know, top tier level. But, you know, Cash Tech took a huge, huge Alabama. How can I say, like, Alabama losing to a Division
1: III football team upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they took a huge L upset, man. It was a a slobber knocker, bro. Nobody was really even uh, expecting that to happen.
0: I wasn't there. I was tournament directing at the Thinkers.
1: Okay, so let's let's start with that one. Let's start with that one. I was actually there, okay? You know, I was coaching uh, my base elementary and middle school teams. I was in the building, but I did not know that that was actually taking place. So uh, set the stage a little bit. Um, there was also another uh, pretty big tournament going on at the exact same time. There was the Thinker's Challenge going on, which is sponsored by the Detroit City Chess Club. And so I had some students playing at both, and some of the other coaches probably had that too. Uh, So, you know, we're trying to keep tabs on the students that we got there, keep tabs on the students that we got playing across the way. And so, you know, my teams get done, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. And then I shoot over to the other playing site. And next thing I know, man, I'm hearing all the rumblings, dog. Cash Tech lost, Cash Tech lost to U Like what happened? What, you know what I'm saying? How this go down. And bro, tell, tell the people, man, how 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 this was like, I don't know, just spread like wildfire, bro.
0: Like I said, I was at the Thinkers, <clears throat> which is a tournament we run like quarterly. And uh we played the league. If you are familiar with Detroit, we played the uh Metro Scholastic League on Northwestern at the you know, West Grand Boulevard. The Thinkers is uh, on the east side of Detroit, on East Jefferson, it's pretty much Shane behind Blue Crest. So mm-hmm. it, it it traveled, it traveled, you know, pretty fast. We probably heard it like uh five, ten minutes, you know what I'm saying. But Cash Tech is still by far the strongest chess program that we've ever saw Like Me, these groups yeah. did yeah. ever on Detroit
1: yeah and just to put a little bit more context on it at this point um, where this loss happened where they took this L okay they were undefeated and nobody was expecting them to so much as really lose a game to be quite honest let alone a match and when I say match you know they play you know five on five school versus school top five versus top five in descending order from strongest player to weakest player so you know what I mean They they got such a a talent pool that's just unparalleled compared to the other high schoolers here that they could probably even throw, you know, they bottom, you know, uh, or you say they middle of the pack people and still come out on top, you know? So, but I guess some, some else what happened was there was some confusion. Um, Some of their players didn't show up. And so, you know, people got moved up and then um, one cash tech player, um, mentioned that they looked down and they ain't even recognized like one or two of the people that was sitting there with them. So they played with, you know, I don't know, a, a shell of a lineup that, you know, they, they really wouldn't have probably ever um, put out there. And then, yeah, they lost that match three too, man. And I'll tell you, that thing sent shockwaves through scholastic chest, um amongst like coaches. Like there was a lot of talk and, you know, there was there was uh, some hurt feelings I heard, too, as far as, like, the alumni of the school go.
0: Like you said, man, I wasn't there. I was at the Thinkers. You was there. Uh, you, Brandon Rutland. I can't speak on nothing. You know, I don't know. All I know is me coming up as a coach, even if they, like you said, they lost. By far none. Cast Tech is probably going to be the favorites to win the state championship this year. Uh-huh. they're probably gonna be the favorites to win the national championship this year so true, true. sometimes you 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 need them them losses to get you back in shape you know what I'm saying and that's true Bring
1: you, unless, uh, unless, unless you mayweather, mayweather, you don't need no losses to stay in shape. Apparently, I'm not gonna say that. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you, you you know, you need that to be, you know, focused. You know what I'm saying? Like my school loss, right? You know, we could, yeah, no, to- yeah, you know, I totally get it. I think I wish I knew whose the yeah. quote this was, but I feel like it was a basketball coach who said, like, you know, sometimes it's easier to teach and coach and talk to your team after a loss because that's when they realize the most like there's stuff that we could be doing better. Like if you just win it and you're trying to tell them like this is how we can improve, this is how we can improve, there's kind of this mindset like, but coach, we, we won. Like we we undefeated. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we really need to even change anything that we're doing? You know what I'm saying? Obviously we got the recipe for success already on lock. You know, because wow. we gotta give you this uh you know, why why bother type of mentality? I'ma to so, am
0: I'm, I'ma I'm tell you this, Tim. Next time Cast Tech or U of D play. play I guarantee you U a D get swept.
1: <laughs> I don't hey I don't doubt it, but at the same time, man, I don't know. Cause a lot of a lot of things can happen, man. U of D can get a, you know, a better uh you know uh incoming class based off Tim, of the fact that Tim, they showed
0: they can Tim, throw flows. Tim, Tim. Tim. Yes, sir. Castak has twenty, about twenty players, from sixteen hundred right. to nineteen hundred. That's true. And they have players under that. Next time U of D come across Cass Tech it's gonna be <laughs> hands and feet all said, over U of D.
1: You said it's gonna be uh the crime scene tape. They're gonna have to spread the crime scene tape around. Black
0: gloves and yellow tape. The technicians
1: is gonna step stump. Body bags. Body bags. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, okay, so, you know, you probably right, bro. You're probably all right. Um, Trust me. But one interesting thing, too, that we haven't mentioned um, that kind of came out of that whole ordeal was, do local tournaments matter? Okay, because a lot of uh, folks came out of woodworks and said, okay, so what? They lost a local match. Like, local tournaments, who cares? You know what I'm saying? We focus on states and nationals. Um, so, you know, Y'all, y'all care about that like we so above and beyond that. That's why we get on our level, sort of thing. I personally believe, man, that local tournaments matter, man. Just like the regular season in the NBA, the teams that's really seriously competing, they take those games serious. I, I mean, if you ain't in it, I can't say I, mean, I can't say that
0: because yeah, local tournaments matter. They do at all the schools. Right when you at certain schools like Cas Tech, you prep. You get graded by a different scale. That's true. Championships, state championships. You see what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, to state, man. It's like, why am I wasting my time playing the regular season? Get me to the
1: playoffs.
0: I'm a bust right. ass
1: and win me a championship. So, right. right. Banners, banners is bad. That's true. But, you know, we come from a different era, man, where I guess we just had, you know what I mean? A lot more of a competitive edge for bragging rights, you know what I'm saying, locally. And we just had this like real strong sense of pride, man, when it came to all the matches that we played. Like to me, they that's what mattered most back in the day. Like getting to states or getting to nationals and doing whatever we could do there, that was that was the luxury. But you know Damn. what I'm saying? Business, business, Damn. that was locals for us. You talking about
0: the greatest class of chess players all at one school. Them group of kids is probably the winningest kids ever from elementary right. to high school right they won it right. all they don't give a damn about you know what i'm saying a city you know what i'm saying they just yeah. rate it on a different scale think about it. you got on that team you got cameron Tolliver. he's 1800 you got brian wilson junior he's
1: 1917
0: you got sharice mm-hmm. i mean you got uh Janice, she's 15, 16, honey. You got Lauren. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. they just won so much, they're graded on a different scale. I'm not saying this right, but it's like just get me to, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you
0: gotta make an exception for casting Like I said, they're gonna be the favorites going into the states, they're gonna be the favorites going into the nationals.
1: Absolutely. And you know, like you said, you know what? At the end of the day, man, I'm I'm definitely always gonna be rooting for all the young people, you know what I'm saying, at, at, at any of these schools that's out here competing, especially because I know that they got so much other stuff to focus on too, academics, you know, other extracurricular activities, you know, and so they put in their time and their effort and their energy into this game that we love. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to them. And like you said, man, they uh they no strangers to success, bro. So, you know, we'll be on the lookout for them, man, you know, come state championships time, which is like right around the corner, you
0: yeah, yeah, you're right about that. On to the next story. Let's let's go back in time and talk about the motor city open. And let's talk about sandbagging yes. and, and cheating. Yes, sir. And chess. I know a lot of players have sandbagged and lower day ratings and all that other stuff. But this mm-hmm. is my this is my thoughts on it. Why would you sandbag to play on the undersection to only win 700 dollars
1: yeah, man, that's that's a tough one, but um, I guess the seven hundred dollars—that's that's a paycheck for some folks. That's true, but I guess to me, um, one of the possible explanations could be if you could win seven hundred here, eight hundred here, nine hundred here. Like if you do that same lick—that's crazy—on a couple that's of tournaments. That's at, crazy. Like within a month.
0: That's crazy. You can't do that because. Let's say he got through with it. He won the 700 and under-1800 section, right? Right. He goes to another tournament under-1800 and wins, right? Eventually, that rating is going to pass 1800. And you're going to That's get true. floored at some point. So my thing, it to me, it was just dumb as hell. And I'm not telling nobody to cheat. But if you're going to try to do that, do it for the big money. Because now you done got caught. You done got banned. You know, right. they posted his pictures here. He was a chess teacher. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. $700. Yeah. On and then yeah. it's, how he, it's how he does it. He goes, wins all his games. And then he leaves and tell Dr. Ed Mandel, man, just mail me my check. Yep. Ain't no person in the right mind. Three-day tournament going undefeated, going to tell somebody, mail me my money. No, I counted out in front of me. And that was a dead giveaway. And that's why right. he got caught. Plus, he played in the section last year and it was red flag about it. So it was just, I think that was
1: just his ALD kicking in. Yeah, it was a boneheaded, boneheaded move, man. But like I said, man, the, to me, one of the reasons also too why people be trying stuff is th- they've gotten away with it at some point in time, you know what I mean? Otherwise, why even bother, you know? So he must have had some success doing it before and maybe he was even trying to do this, you know, uh, in conjunction with a couple other tournaments, you know, nearby or within the same time span, you know what I'm saying? As a quick little come up and chess, but yeah, man, that's not a look a good look. Man. I can't
0: but see, I can't call it cheating because, like you said, man, the dude had two different ratings or three different ratings. Right, right. And to my knowledge, you're supposed to use the highest ones. Yeah. I, so we gotta take some of the blame for not checking all the ratings when folks come to the tournament. So you can't it's,
1: yeah, it's, it's more like I wouldn't even necessarily classify it as cheating, but maybe more so along the lines of you, you may be trying to abuse the system, you know what I mean, or try to pull a fast one. You know, Chess kind of has this, you know, at least for a lot of players, kind of this honor code to it, man, this integrity about it. And so, you know, every now and then you'll come across an example or a situation like this where you just kind of remind it like, you know what? You know, maybe not everybody's. You know, what I'm saying moral code is about you know the same. Whereas you know everybody else or the majority would lie. Tell so seven hundred dollars. Yeah. That's hey. seven hundred dollars. Hey, it was it was coming into the holiday time, man. Maybe he had to um to buy a few more turkeys, man, or Tell put me, a, a few me. more presents under the tree.
0: What was the entry fee for the Motor City Open? A hundred, right? Yeah. Okay, he came from, he came from Canada, right? Right. So I'm pretty sure he stayed in a hotel, right?
1: S-s-s-s-s-s-s-s-s- maybe. Or he could have had some family over here. Okay, Ooh, no, well, let, let's just say he stayed in the hotel, so
0: that's another 100, right?
1: Right, true. You he- only taking 500. That's true, man. But, like I said, imagine. Imagine you could do this, I don't know, two, three, or four tournaments within the same month.
0: Ain't no guarantee <laughs> you're going to win all them sections. You're going to run across somebody
1: your stress and push it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true, but when you really... 200 points higher than the highest person you would normally be playing. I mean, you got you got decent chances.
0: I think that was the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just going to be honest hey. with you. I'm not oh, sandbagging
1: hey. for $700. bros. i will just say this, man. We got we to gotta put this on wax. Shout out Young AR, bro. Because Young AR played him in the final round, in the money round and got the draw up off him. You feel me? He got the draw. He didn't lose a match. AR didn't lose a match. I think he had one other draw. Um, yeah, so he would have finished with six points, but because my man was basically caught, he got the extra half point added on. I believe he finished with six and a half and clear first, man. Shout out AR, man, because he held it down even with somebody who wasn't even supposed to be in the section, bro.
0: But was that draw did he earn that draw, or did he just get you know gave him
1: the? Quick no, he draws. earned that draw. He earned that okay. draw because I was I was playing in the same section. I was walking over there and looking at the game, and I spoke to Ar before the game, man. And just told him, hey, man, no pressure. You've been playing ice cold this whole time, bro. Keep doing your thing, bro. Don't don't even worry about it, man. You are gonna do good. He was just like that, kind of added some more pressure. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, yeah, my bad. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say said nothing, bro. Just. Good luck this round, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was checking in on the game, man. And they they duped it out, bro. It wasn't one of those little, you know, kind of soft prearranged, you know, head nod, wink, wink type draws either. Because you know, at the time there was there was still some, um, you know, some chances on the table too. So, but okay, yeah, well, man,
0: if he drew an AR, right? What right. do you really think that man's strength
1: was? Was he thirty points higher than the section? No, I'm thinking he was probably about 200 points higher in the section. You got to keep this in mind, too, bro. AR has already defeated an expert before. And AR, just for this context, man, he a young Thundercat. I think he was like 12 years old. I believe he plays for... uh, 13.
0: 13.
1: 13. He played for UPSM Middle School, okay? And his rating within the last, I don't know, six months or something... Was about 14, 1500. But lately, he's been playing a lot stronger than that. He done not be the expert. I was sitting right next to him when he did it. And he won the under 1800 section at the Motor City Open, including drawing the guy who was in clear first and who was obviously caught, you know, kind of abusing the system. So, my man, bro, watch out for him. If y'all already know about AR, bro, everybody needs to look for him and check for him at these tournaments. And good luck to you if you sitting across from that young man. He ain't never beat
0: me, and he ain't going to never beat me. And I will to beat Take that 처- girls, wh- other guy, too. But
1: hey. Hey. AR, <laughs> AR, hey, hey. hey, I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to just keep it real with you, bro. I like AR chances against just about anybody, man. Oh, you think AR can beat me? Listen, if we in the tournament. Don't you keep reading think AR can beat me? Hey, bro. It would be hard for me to bet against him because of what I done seen out of him, but you, lady, you dissing bro. me though? You dissing me? Listen, you strong, bro. You super strong, bro. You you crazy strong. But like I said, my man is playing way above where he's currently rated. Bro, out of here. He gained like I think he gained like 180 points. After bro, out of here. I still feel like he could play stronger. Genius,
0: out of here. I, I am three so, day masters and blitz. Don't get me wrong, I'd have help coach That's AR. True. AR. That's AR, is, AR is real strong, and eventually he, he should pass me. But right now, I'm moonballing yeah. on that boy,
1: yeah, bro. I, yeah, I say you, I say, I say you got it, but at the same time, man, I think it would be interesting. And I'll, I'll throw this out here too. Um, I think that you're like a way more disciplined and focused player, and you know, he's still really young too. And rumor has it that you know he'll oftentimes kind of you know get a little lackadaisical at the board or maybe disinterested or or you know whatever otherwise lose focus and so that's maybe something he still got to work on too man as he climbs up the ranks
0: okay let's go from you know moving from that section to the open section that happened in the motor city open the mo- open section yeah. i played in the open section of the motor city open it was a real tough tournament we had uh Josh Pasuma, he was Fide Master Josh Pasuma he was the highest rated player there we had Fide Master Seth Homer we had uh, Jim, Jimmy County. we had John Brooks we had Mario Lopez uh, we had a real 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 strong field with, uh, I forgot about Fide Master Can- Canadian Fide Master Rohan we had Eddie Sunk, who just played in the uh, North American Open and mm-hmm. uh Josh Parsuma end up winning the uh, whole tournament with five and a half out of six, only drawing uh, Seth Homer, beating Rohan and John Brooks and Jimmy to take the twelve hundred. Jimmy finished with four and a half, only losing to Josh. John Brooks finished with four and a six. Four, One word, impressive man. Four, four out of man.
1: six. Hello. Uh. Oh, correct. If I'm not mistaken. Bye.